There we are, buddy. That's how you do a proper ass uh, microphone check. All right. <clears throat> so I've seen some stuff. And uh, this stuff that I've seen was in conjunction with things. Uh oh, skip the flibble do. And there's Phoenix Cleater on the old deal there. Alright. So I might go ahead and get to... Oh, I might... I, I can face booze live it. Let's go ahead and bring that up and close that window down. Alright, and I know you, uh, you, you've seen some things. It's 126. We have a very short amount of time to, uh, record. Mm -hmm. Alright. Around doing what you can when it's a mandatory seven day work week. Yeah, like we're in the store and Phoenix is like, ooh, maybe we should look at. It. And I'm like, it's 1215. She's like, fucking shit. Yeah, it's the, like the clock moves. Mm -hmm. The clock is your enemy big time. Like capitalism has made time horrible. Yeah. Capitalism makes everything horrible. There's literally nothing good that comes from it yeah. or that came from it ever at any point. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact, Jack. Jack. All right. All right. So let's see if we can. Uh, <clears throat> oh, do you want me to do news or do you have news? I got to put a title to this. I guess you can run a headline while I title it up and get the video going. All right. Uh, U.S. immigration officers, a.k.a. ICE, use torture techniques to make Africans sign their own deportation orders. Um. People who migrated from Cameroon, so these are asylum seekers, say that um, ICE officers allegedly tortured them and forced them to sign their own deportation orders in what lawyers and activists describe as a brutal scramble to fly African migrants out of the country. Um, many of these migrants were from Cameroon and were in a Mississippi detention center and initially refused to sign, fearing death at the hands of the Cameroonian government, uh, which is responsible for widespread civili civilian killings. And the Cameroonian migrants thought they had uh, the right to do this because they had asylum, hearing, asylum hearings pending. But according to multiple accounts, detainees were threatened, choked, beaten, pepper sprayed, and then threatened with more violence until they signed the papers. Several were put in handcuffs, um, and their fingerprints were forcibly taken in place of signatures and placed on documents. So, yeah, that's good, right? Mm -hmm. All right, that's a, that's a three, a two, and a one. Yes. That's what I understand it to be. Yes. All right, folks tuning in on the old Facebook Arena Live there. Uh, I just titled it Capitalism Ruins Everything because we were just riffing before going on. Ow. Yes. But there is be bad stuff. All right. So some things that I was looking at <clears throat> briefly, because I figured I better um, introduce you to some of the real news that is be going down. Mm -hmm. Aside from just our white on white crimes. Yes. Our cis identity extremists mm -hmm. that we tend to deal with. And so do 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 at the top here. Let me go ahead and open up this Lizink. And this is um, globe, uh, Global Climate Change. This is a, a, a NASA.gov. Okay. All right. So they, they, they deal with the facts. All right. So let's see what's, what's going on with this new U.S. European satellite 
it is uh, doing some tracking there. Mm-hmm. All right. Spend a few minutes on any beach and you'll realize just how much the ocean can transform the shoreline. I'm Josh Willis, project scientist for the Sentinel-6 Michael Freilich satellite, a new Earth-observing satellite that will give us the ability to track and understand sea level rise like never before. We're here at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory and we're really excited about this new satellite. I'm just wondering how much, uh, how much money NASA's getting for this. Hmm. Versus how much money um, folks like Elizabeth Warren are arguing that the military should get to combat climate change. Yes, that's a real thing, folks. They are arguing for the military to combat climate change. Remember um, Hill Dog, right? Yeah, but I mean, most of the military is already green. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Hmm? They're like vampires. You let a light-skinned nigga in, you made a decision. (laughs) Fucking... (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and Hillary Rodham Clintonian yes. uh, was actually talking about having a climate war room in the White House because it needs to be framed as warlike. It does. All right. Or no one's going to pay attention. It needs to be a war on drugs, a war on homelessness. I mean, capitalism has been a war on humanity. Go frack mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. It will extend the record of sea level rise another decade past the 30 years we already have, and allow us to see how sea level is not only rising, but how it's accelerating. This has huge consequences for the planet because sea level rise is one of the most important consequences of human-caused global warming. All right, and another major factor that he pointed out there was um, like the, the increases. It's it, like whatever you project for 10 years, it's going to be fucking worse than that in 10 years. Mm-hmm exponentially increasing climate change. Sea levels are rising at a faster and faster rate every decade. We need these measurements to help us predict how quickly flooding will increase across the planet. Sentinel-6 will also bring us higher resolution measurements of sea level, which is incredibly important near the coastline where currents are narrow and changes can be difficult to observe from space. And where people put million-dollar houses right up against the ocean because mm-hmm. they need to be special. Currents in the ocean tilt the sea surface, making sea level high on one side and low on the other. Also, warm water stands taller than cold, so sea level measurements tell us about both ocean currents and ocean heat. Warm water stands taller than cold water? So basically, so it's already rising... But because it's warmer, it's going to be taller than it was, than it was supposed to be. Yeah. That's that's great. I mean, why not? Well, at least Trump's golf course in Ireland will be okay. (sighs) The golf courses will be fine, everybody. The golf courses will be fine. Y'all should have ran with a better candidate in 2016. You wouldn't be, um, you wouldn't have the, the Coney blues right now. Hmm. Ocean currents affect our daily lives because the ocean has a strong impact on climate. In the West, the Pacific Ocean strongly determines droughts and rainfall, and in the East, hurricane forecasting uses satellite altimetry to help predict how much hurricanes will intensify. Ocean conditions can change quickly, and forecasters need data in near real time to predict how currents and marine weather will change across the globe. We're excited about the technical capabilities of this new satellite 
and the prospect of another 10 years of sea level measurements. Be sure and watch the launch of the Sentinel-6 Michael Freilich satellite from Vandenberg Air Force Base in California later on this year. Vandenberg. Bilderberg. Yes. Bilderberg, climate change, and other anti-Semitic tropes. <laughs> All right, folks. So um, that interests me. Maybe it'll interest you. I like seeing a nerd excited about learning how much worse things are going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm a nerd that's excited about learning how much worse things are going to be. <laughs> All right. Yes. That's that's why Phoenix joined the show. She heard me and she was like, "Oh, cool! I love stupid bullshit like this." Is that what went down? <laughs> oh, cool! I love stupid bullshit like this. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. If you manual laborers would work as ooh, let me fix that. Hold Uh-oh. on, buddy chief. If you manual laborers would work as hard as the owners, you wouldn't be so poor, now would you? All right, you wouldn't. Yes. <clears throat> All right, fact-based realities. Indeed. Uh, let me take a look at another little skipty flibble do. Oh, okay. That I had goings on. Oh, Phoenix he- is excited. You're jazzed right now. Uh, all right. I was just gonna tell you that uh, Corbin got in trouble. Jeremy. Yes. Uh, is he? Oh, he's also anti-Semitic, to my understanding. He is he, anti-Semitic. He is just so like the neo-Nazis. I have been told. So I have been told. And anti-Semites, I, I hear tell they're not too fond of of uppity white women, niggers of all stripes, mm-hmm. and other such folks. And Jeremy Corbyn is one of them because a class-privileged liberal said that he's anti-Semitic. That yes, makes it true. That makes it true. Um, he got suspended from the Labor Party. Oh, fuck. He's... Like, they kind of kicked him out of the party. Yeah, how the fuck do you get suspended? Because isn't a party, you can just claim it. Like the Democrats... But he was, like, in leadership. Oh. Yeah. And because? He's anti-Semitic, goddammit. Oh, fuck. I was just bullshitting. Uh, damn. That's no, that's really... been a whole thing. Last When he was running... Um, that in the last elections they had, like that kept coming over from like insiders. Essentially, they did to him what they did to Bernie. Hmm. Whereas, like the top people in the party were like, "Yeah, no, fuck this guy. A little too much populism. He's a little too, you know, in we favor of those something. fucking poor people." And so they went with anti-Semitism. They threw all of it at Sanders. They were like, "Nigga, this nigga wrote an essay in college, nigga. Fuck him." Okay, look, <laughs> they were, they were like, "What? Chained himself to a black woman?" Oh, so he put a black woman in chains, is what you're telling me. Is mm-hmm. that that's what he did? He wasn't protesting. He was just trying to show him how it's done. Yep. So yeah, so Corbin is suspended. All right. Yeah. Things are looking up. I like playing climate change news while also playing what ain't gonna be done about climate change because of these motherfuckers. Well, don't worry. If Biden wins, we're gonna stay in the Paris Agreement, and that's enough. Okay. Stop being so demanding. Ah, the Paris Agreement. That thing Mm -hmm. that people tuned into programs like this are tired of hearing us explain why it ain't (laughs) shit. They're like, nigga, don't you do it. I can hear you tuned in. I hear your brain saying, do not launch into that tirade. Mm -hmm. Now, this is coming off of October 10th, this past Saturday, folks. Uh, Well, not this past Saturday. It's the 29th now. Ugh. I hate what this uh, seven-day work week has done to fucking programming. Yes. All right. So um, this article is up by Sebastian Ketley. All right. In express.co.uk. Check those folks out. 
Uh, they have a lot of ads though. Mm. And I think it's one of those websites where they're like, nigga, you got an ad blocker so you can't see shit. Uh, <clears throat> climate experts fear that ice melt projections for Antarctica have drastically underestimated the impact weather fluctuations will have on rising sea levels. Do you want to just like buy a houseboat now or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think just the words houseboat sound like I will never be allowed to afford that. (laughs) I mean, if you could afford a house, you can afford a houseboat. I need to afford the house. (laughs) I'm not even trying to get a house because I think I can afford one. I just want a lower monthly bill on living space. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, hey, if if it goes to hell in 13 years, I'm only going to live for like 15 more anyway. I'll I'm do the even... last two in a little apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, well, I gave it a shot. I lived in a house for a minute. <laughs> for 10 years, for I had a house, years. buddy. 10 years. I was doing it big, big man on campus. Oh, my God. Garage and everything. A big fish, little pond. A much littler pond now that I don't have the house. Yes. I'm <laughs> uh, taking a look at this article by um, Sebastian Ketley. K-E-T-T-L-E-Y. Uh, by some estimates, ice melt in the Antarctic is expected to push global sea levels up to 22.8 inches or 58 centimeters for those in the real world uh, by the end of the century if climate change goes on unchecked. Ah, Sebastian is optimistic. Um Paired with ice melt in the northern polar circle, sea levels could rise by a staggering... I don't know how tall you are, but I'm not very big. Mm-hmm. And sea levels could rise by a staggering five fucker feet. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm only about seven inches up over that. And that's what my ID card has said since I was a teenager, so I figure that's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know my height, folks. I just made one up some years ago so I can get an ID card and move on with my life. Uh, and that's 1.5 meters for those of you in real math world. Um, by And that's by the year 2100. Oh, I'll be hella dead. I was born in 83. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I ain't making it to no damn 2100. Yeah, millennials, like, well, older millennials, like 40 years at most and we're like out. Like, thank God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's in the can. <sighs> And yet, sciencers in the U.S. fear projections could be off thanks to weather fluctuations that have a significant impact on melting ice. Hmm. Um, which is the, that that fucks up like me because I'm not a sciencer, but I make predictions because I'm a podcaster and people want to hear something. Um, and like, I'm always like, oh, fuck, what kind of polar vortex are we going to get? Mm-hmm. But the shit fluctuates. Yeah. Like the polar vortex already happens. It's the jet stream. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if the jet stream is going to come down on that ass or not. And fuck, we're in Michigan now, which is apparently colder than Illinois. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like it so far. For me. For me. For you. For you. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, if the jet, but that shit fluctuates. So it might, it might not. All right. uh, Taking a look at the scoopty bobble dibble dooble. An individual that goes by the name of Chris Forrest Gump, a professor of climate dynamics at Penn State, uh, said, quote, 
We know ice sheets are melting as global temperatures increase, but uncertainties remain about how much and how fast it will happen. Mm -hmm. Our findings shed new light on one area of uncertainty, suggesting climate variability has a significant impact on melting ice sheets and sea level rise. Okay. End quote. That's how he talks, too. Uh, probably not. Yeah, he's from Penn State. That's how everyone has to talk. That's not accurate. Yep, and the orientation when you get hired. It's not a thing. Like, if you don't fucking talk like this, we beat the shit out of you, but you get to keep your job. What? Uh, the um, Earlier this year, the science folks, they done warned that Antarctica is potentially the biggest contributor to sea level rise. And I don't know if I covered this. I know I was reading it, maybe like on break it while I was on the shift or something mm -hmm. um, about um, like under the water in the Antarctic where they, you know, Obama was like, drill, baby, drill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Basically, that's what Barry said. And um, well, they fucked up and methane gas is coming up from the water into the air and heating up shit right yeah. there. Yeah. All right, so that's a good funzy happy smiley. Good funzy happy. You want something that's actually funzy happy? Oh, you want to do this shit? Hey, I look be like. Oh, this skin. is actually good. This is actually fun. Yeah, put that's the freckles in it. The Wisconsin. I see the outline. I see that image. <laughs> let's listen to Mister Fucking. D it's very stable. No, it's actually not even about him. Well, okay. Um, well, I mean, it's just because he's running an election. Like, that's why his picture's on it. But the Wisconsin GOP says hackers have stolen over $2 million from a Trump re-election fund. <laughs> hey, hacker niggas. I just, yeah, man, just give a nigga like 800 bucks or something, man. Right. Come just, on. You, student loans, please. Student loans, please. Uh, so Madison, Wisconsin, hackers stole $2.3 million from the Wisconsin Republican Party's account that was being used to help re-elect Donald Trump in a key battleground state. Uh, this is according to the party's chairman, who told this to the Associated Press on Thursday. Uh, Andrew Hitt, I guess that's the name of the Republican Party chairman. Andrew, Andrew Hitt. H-I-T-T. Yeah, a misogynist name would be Hitt. Mm. Why are you calling him a misogynist? You don't know anything about him. He's a Republican, fucko. Yep. <laughs> and in leadership. Um, the attack was discovered less than two weeks before Election Day as both Trump and Democratic rival Joe Biden make their final push to win Wisconsin and its 10 electoral votes. So, good job, hackers. <laughs> All right. I mean, I thought it's good news, right? That's fun. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, and you know what? No, don't give us a hunt. That's it. <clears throat> Because, I mean, this is a weird sentence to say out loud, but it's only $2 million. Give 2 million poor people $1. Just sure, give spread people, it. Yeah. We'll just yeah. keep hacking. Well, you know, there's 49 other states to hack. <laughs> <laughs> and then redistribute the wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Build a budget. Build a budget. That could be the new build a Build bear. a budget. Oh, man. It's take like a build a burg. Oh, shit. The build a budget meetings. The, um, in the archive chat space, there was uh, Aaron Robertson who said, um, we had all kinds of new weather here in Iowa. Get the frack out of here. And um, Aaron left a link. And this is doop-a-doop-doop. Uh, -doop. Is this coming off of uh, the author of this article? is uh, Taylor Canost from Local 5 News. Canost, Canost, they're Canadian. Hmm. And this is uh, the We Are Iowa news, folks. Um, 
saying heavy snowball, low visibility, result in first ever snow squall warning for Des Moines. Squall. I thought that happened on water. Dad, you don't, you don't need water anymore. Or I don't know. I, I don't know enough about these things. So about, I thought it was like a storm at sea or something. Because I actually don't know that word. Like, I hesitated to say it because it sounded like a racial slur. No, okay. So a squall is a sudden gust of wind or a localized storm, especially hmm. one bringing rain, snow, or sleet. Hmm. Oh, okay. I guess I just know them as being associated as happening on water, but apparently they can happen anywhere. Yeah, it looks like this article is saying it was issued for these uh, counties in Iowa, uh, Jasper, Polk, and Dallas, which because white people are naming everything. Like, of course, <laughs> you go to Iowa so you can visit Dallas and Polk County, which yes. we were just joking about. That's where we cover a lot of white on white crime out of Florida mm-hmm. and Jasper. Yeah. Again, one of those fucking names. Um, a little bit more from this article out of Iowa. If you got an alert on your phone, it wasn't um it, it 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 was sent out because heavy snow and low visibility are happening during a peak travel time. Traveling was not advised while the warning was in in effect and the heaviest precipitation hit between I-80 and Highway 30, similar to the snowfall pattern from over the weekend. Yeah, watch out when they hit those fucking freeways cuz you got them niggas that still want to drive however the fuck they want to drive. Mhm. And um, Aaron um, Robertson also said the, what's that word? The derecho? The derecho who had, um, who looked just like it, uh, just like if not worse than what Chelsea Springler is experiencing right now. Oh, okay. Uh, With the, um, that, what was it? A category? Fuck. It was a hurricane out there, folks. And it, um, from some video clips I saw, it was kicking some ass. Okay, and I get Aaron Robertson must have come over here from uh, from following Fury. Well, that's <laughs> dope. You okay. see, that's what I'm talking about. Progressive vertical integration, folks. We yes. are bojacking. Um, <laughs> Horsemanning. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Back in the '90s. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. You had some. Oh, you, oh! I see you going through your. I neck. have so many fucking tabs open. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Pick quick, Miss Ma'am. It's one forty-eight in the PM. Oh, no. I mean, Jesus it was a white man too. But oh, you, cool! You know, it's like, I love stupid bullshit like this. Jesus was a white man too. Um. Yeah. Yes. Canada's last ice shelf broke off, and it took a research station with it. Oh God, Jesus! Why did you do that dramatic pause? See, again, these light-skinned niggas, man. They, they always get you. Shouldn't have let us in. Every time. No. No, we should have arbitrarily declared you all passing. <laughs> Said one drop, my ass. <laughs> but no, but, oh, wait. Well, who, who is that one? Prince? No, that one's ours. Whoa, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no. You don't get Prince, you don't get DJ Quick, no. I knew DJ Quick was coming next. Fuck that. No. We need more bloods. (laughs) It's a political issue. It's a political issue. All right, ma'am. Yes, all right. Um, So a huge chunk larger than Manhattan. Manhattan, which is not small. I can still, like... 
because I know it's a big population, but like it's all it's buildings, right? Like, what is it like? Like around, like what Let's is the? Find out. Yeah, what's the footwork on? Is um, it is it square feet, square miles? We're looking Manhattan, for. Yeah, I think square miles, probably. Manhattan square miles. Let's take a twenty-two little, miles. Twenty-two miles square. Yeah, that, I mean that's not like that's how much we drove today. And some of that was on the highways and byways. Yeah. Or no, yeah. You, you, yeah, that was only there, but back you took the regular road. Yeah, but that was like twenty miles away. Okay, I mean that's that's that's, that's nothing. That's a, sure. Let's go with nothing. Couple cubes. Yeah. You, what? Cool off a cup of water with this ice shelf, you say? Ice shelf, yes. So a chunk larger than Manhattan, so larger than 22 miles, mm. which was roughly 43% of the shelf, broke off in one piece, and <laughs> as it collapsed into the ocean, it took much of the equipment that, because I skipped the first paragraph, Adrian White, an ice analyst at the Canadian Ice Service, uh, it took her equipment with it. Oof. Uh, one colleague, Derek Mueller, says it was lucky we were not on the ice shelf when this happened. Our camp area and instruments were all destroyed in this event. Uh, Mueller has been studying the channel that ran below the surface of the ice shelf like a river. In 2017, a team of researchers discovered scallops, sponges, worms, and other organisms living 20 meters deep. That is fucking deep. Inside the ice shelf. Well, they were living, so these weren't like fossils. Yeah, living. Shit. Mm-hmm. Animals have been found living beneath ice shelves before, but never inside of one. So Mueller, who is one of Canada's leading ice shelf experts, it's Mueller oh, time. Mueller time. <laughs> what a what a fucking that just fills it out to nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and so Mueller, along with other ex- experts like Luke Copeland, who supervised, uh, who's a supervisor, together and separately, they have been studying the Arctic for years. They've observed rifts appearing over the ice shelf throughout their careers, but still the break, known as a calving, cal, cal, calving? Calvin. Calvinism? C-A-L-V-I-N-G? Calving? I don't know. Calving, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so the event is still significant. Copeland believes that ice shelves are a canary in the coal mine for the climate crisis, given that they are especially susceptible to atmospheric changes. So, woohoo! That's good. That's fun. No. No? It's not fun? Uh, no, it's not, ma'am. Sure? <laughs> uh, let me take a little look-see-poozy. Okay, all right, all right. You want, you want something fun? Oh, all right. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. This is going to be bad news, isn't it? Oh, no. This is actually quite good news. Ah, shit. This is going to be fucking... And Kamala Harris was in the hood. and In Nevada, there's a detective named Matt Morgan. Dexter Morgan. Who was found unresponsive. Oh. In the evidence room. Ha, <laughs> LOL, dead cop. Yeah, that's what you get, stupid. Get, get a real job. Who was found unresponsive in the evidence room. Oh, wait. After. He got his hands on a little. <laughs> he did. A little Shinola. After overdosing. Oh. Uh, initially, there was no evidence of foul play or suicide. And Morgan's death was reported as, quote, apparent natural causes. I don't know, nigga. White people be calling doing drugs partying. Maybe he was celebrating his death. 
Maybe. Maybe he's a cab. And he was like, if I kill myself, I'm killing a cop. Like, I, maybe that's how he saw it. He was an activist. Maybe. Yeah, this was this was the real Antifa super this soldier. This the real Antifa super soldier. Um, but De- Detective Matthew Morgan isn't just your run-of-the-mill cop. <laughs> he crusaded hard against dangerous drug addicts that everyone always hears so much about. Oh, he no. He was a member of the Tri-County Nar- Narcotics Task Force working tirelessly on drug-related investigations and locking people up. In fact, the website he set up (laughs) makes clear he was very dedicated to ensuring children walk the straight and narrow. Not only was he a member of District Court Judge Montero's Drug and Truancy Court Teams and the Truancy Advisory Board, he also worked with younger children by teaching the D.A.R.E. program at local elementary schools. (laughs) So he's like parallel with one of those like very loud homophobic Christians. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the way you were you say like he worked very close with these cases. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like when it's like, huh? Looks like William is going in the uh, the area with the Teflon tape again. That guy needs a lot of Teflon tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the house. Yes. And for my comrades, if we need Teflonian tape for something. Yes. Yeah, Williams he, he uses a lot of clamps. Yes. Yeah, because I'm taking him to the house. And he was a 25 year veteran. That nigga just been doing whatever the fuck mm-hmm. narcotics. He probably got some new shit. Don't nobody even know about. That's Fucking probably. That's what killed him. It was the. It, it was literally called the new shit. That was the on the label. <laughs> so yeah, see, I have good news. See the new shit. It's an indica blend. But can you imagine? Like, do you think he knew as he was dying that like that, like that was his last thought? Is like I really fucking OD'd in the evidence room. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It's like how, um, how what, uh, the, your, your comedian, Kyle Kinane, thought he was dying, so he closed the porn tab and opened up the CNN homepage <laughs> so that if somebody found it, they'd be like, good, he's reading the news. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. But yeah, of course, you know, and I just appreciate, as always, the irony of cops being cops, that they get to do what they want to do and, you know, fuck with the rest of us and... Yeah, it turns out, yeah, he was teaching there, and yeah, he was in drug court, but he was also using drugs. And not just using drugs, stealing drugs from the evidence room. Yeah. And taking them all to yourself, you fuck. That's yeah. what you get for being greedy. Mm-hmm. All right, what did DMX say? Stop being greedy. Give to the needy. Yes. Damn, DMX said that, which is very interesting considering all the rest of his lyrics. <laughs> uh, and it turns out that he was taking uh, fentanyl and methamphetamine. Didn't we cover somebody like that fentanyl stuff? That's some tough shit, right? Yeah. Like that's some, you don't go funking, a, well, you can fuck around with it. Yeah. You can find out about it. I mean, meth isn't exactly easy going either. No, I, uh, and like, when I think meth, like, I don't even think, like, how it affects an individual person. I moved to Spanaway in 1988, and between then and 2000, I saw what it did to a town. Yeah. You know, like, meth is fucking wild. Yeah. Like, literally, street gangs sprang up because, again, like, you silly, goofy boomer niggas that, that's like, oh, this gangster rap is making kids gangsters. No, a profit motive on a street level makes gangsters yeah. and gangsters make gangster rap <laughs> like this is the, the, you don't have to try to figure out which one's the chicken or the egg was first no <laughs> the profit motive was definitely first right <sighs> yeah so yeah 
and at 1.57 p.m., leaving relatively soon. Let me just run through a wee bitsy boozy blousy blowsy of what I may have saved, because that's almost all I have time for. There's that neat video. Mm -hmm. um, I saved it on my personal page, William J. Jackson, on the Facebook. It's facebook.com slash media. <laughs> You'll find it right there. And there appear to be some um, some folks of uh, indigenous lineage, like indigenous to this Western Hemisphere, and they're on a reservation because uh, the good Europeans came over here and decided where folks should, well, decided where the survivors should get to live. Mm -hmm. And there was a um, a pig that's not a reservationist in their cop car there, and they were hitting the car with a lacrosse stick. Yeah. Which is not a very hardcore sentence. I don't like saying that out loud. That's because you've never been hit with a lacrosse stick. No, I got um, hit with the claw end of a claw hammer. Different experience. Different experience. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done been hitted. Um, Biden proposed a police officer's bill of rights two months after Rodney King beating. Good. So Great. that's a good uh, jump back in time. And it looked like it was right around when the top of that head was starting to thin out. He may have been losing his mullet. And I love that the right-wing-ass Washington Examiner posted that. Oh, like, man. like as if that's something they give a shit about. They're just, right. they're just trying to rat fuck, and they don't realize that the left already, like, we're not bidening. You can right. bide your time on that one. And uh, something that I don't think I remember to put on Becky Lives Matter, a, um, uh, someone made fake eyelashes out of cockroach legs. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, a 19-year-old with a van full of guns and explosives plotted to assassinate Biden. Okay. And, uh, oh, fuck, this is that Washington Post, and I think they're not going to let me see the article unless I get the subscription. Yep, yeah, unless I get a subscription, I can't see the article. But I'm sure another outlet has it, because that I do want to laugh at that for a second. Yeah, well, I guess, like, while you're looking for that, you saw that, um... Like, they were asking Biden questions about the new round of looting that's happened the last couple days, and he basically said there's no excuse for looting, even though, once again, these riots, or, well, uprisings, were because police killed um, a black man who was having a mental health crisis. No excuse. Fuck your life, buddy. Mm. Yes. Oh, damn. So this is... I got a notification. That's off, right? Oh, yeah. Wrong one? Yeah. Okay, I need to flip that to another week. Uh, yeah, we're, we're literally doing household scheduling right here on the program. <laughs> All right, so this is a um, a handsome young man. Sure. All right, we're talking like, this is like That's Gaston his level. name? We're not going to worry about things like that. Um, uh, but yes, like this, like I'm telling you right now, if you want to see a dashing figure. Dashing. All right. What? Why are you lying to the audience? I'm telling you right now, like, no, there's no man in town as admired as him. He's everyone's favorite guy. Says e LeFou. Everyone's awed and inspired by him. You know LeFou means the fool in French. LeFou wasn't no damn fool. LeFou. In the live action version, LeFou was quirky, mm -hmm. witty. Mm. Very much the uh, stereotype of the femme cis gay white man. Mm -hmm. I wonder who played that character. I mean, they they did it. They did a job on him. All right, uh, Cairo Seven. Oh, oh damn! I know what Cairo Seven means. 
Y'all know where the fuck I'm from. Okay, Washington State, what's happening? Um, <clears throat> man found with van full of guns and explosives. Let's do it. Oh, wait, North Carolina. So why is Cairo 7 covering it? Whatever. Um, so, Caniapolis, North Carolina, a 19-year-old... 19-year-old! Okay, while you keep being like, we'll just wait for him to die out. I'm 37. He's nine fucking teen. Like, you realize he was still getting his diaper changed when we were all running around talking about skeet, skeet, skeet. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a water hose. You think that's how young this motherfucker is? He was born into the Bush administration. We're going to start calling him Bush babies. Yeah, I, I know how old he is. I have a child this age. Shit. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, yo. <laughs> Damn Bush babies. My bad, uh, Generation Z, but that's who you is now. You were born into the Bush. Uh, yeah, dot com, whatever. Uh, so he, this 19-year-old man was arrested earlier this year after authorities found an abandoned van filled with guns, ammunition, and explosives at a North Carolina bank and he had plotted to kill the Democratic presidential candidate, Joe Biden, according to court records. Wait, why did he have explosives at the bank? Was Biden doing a bank tour? Man, because he's probably anti-Semitic and Ugh. you know where they are and Biden's going to be there, so whatever. All right. Uh, I just made that part up. Smooth the fuck up. Uh, so they say that, okay, let's do this, this name Phoenix mentioned. Alexander Hillel Treesman? Why did Treesman stand out to you? Oh, just that's a lot of white name. Like oh, that, it's a bit much. Like, you could you could take that name and be like, yeah, he was a, a general in the Revolutionary War. And people be like, oh, yeah, I could see a General Treesman. Like, it's, it's just, it's oh. that type of name. Well, when you're the superior race, you need more extravagant names. Uh, who, I would appreciate a more extravagant thinking process. It looks like he also went by an alias, Alexander S. Fees? Fees. Why? Was that his rap name? I hope he raps. Oh. I want to find raps by that incel we covered. Oh, man. And uh, did you make sure the sex workers saw that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, let's get the word out on that. And hopefully someone tunes into it, recognizes his voice, and puts his name out there. Yeah. Um. So the authorities say that old Alexander here, uh, who also, yeah, he went by that alias. He posted a meme online in April, which included the caption, quote, should I kill Joe Biden? End quote. <laughs> Officials said that at one point he ended up at a Wendy's restaurant within four miles of Biden's home. Oh, uh, the police fellers arrested Mr. T after that's his name after getting a call from uh from employees about an abandoned van parked at fifth third bank in canapolis in may um although the van's windows um oh through the van's windows they saw an ar-15 style rifle a box uh a box for a handgun a canister of explosive materials and ammunition damn they knew all that from just looking in the window mm. uh and that's according to court records as well um at the bank manager's request the police fellers they went and towed that van on from around there and a subsequent search of the vehicular turned up approximately 
Nigga. Why? Why can't I? <laughs> All right. This search turned up approximately $509,000 in cash, which is an odd like move from 510,000. So there's a cop somewhere with a thousand bucks in his pocket. Hmm. But he reported what he reported. Um, we'll just wait till he gets found dead in the evidence room. Whoops. Um, approximately 509,000 in cash believed to be the defendant's inheritance. Man, this what you did with all that class privilege? Yep. You did this. What's that um, one meme? The uh, I understand you think it's hard to believe in white privilege when you've amounted, amounted to, to so, so much little, in spite of it. <laughs> amounted to so little in spite of it. We have that on social dissonance. Like, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? So you just got $509,000 and this is what you did with your life. Could have bought a house, went to college, fucking. At 19. Started a business. And imagine how much he probably already spent from the inheritance. To buy all the guns and ammunition and explosive guns, materials. Guns, ammunition, but also like he's 19. What, right. video games, the a car. car. The car that it was in. Yeah, or yeah. whatever car he likes to drive around Clothes. in, right? Lifestyle in general. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was a waste of $500,000. That's all I know. You know how jazzed I be when I work overtime and get a $700 check? We're like, woo! <laughs> all right. <laughs> Looks like we're getting Corbell this Sunday, Miss Ma'am. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm breaking out $13 stuff. <laughs> doing it big. <laughs> um, so, uh... It turned up all that money, um, books about survival, bomb making, Im- improvised weapons, and Islam, drawings of swastikas, and planes crashing into buildings, and the following uh, firearms, a Sig Sauer AR rifle, and- Sig Sauer. A, a, a who? Sig Sauer? Sig Sauer? It's not Swar? No. You're saying I'm gonna- I'm, you saying that I, of all people, would pronounce something wrong? <gasps> feelings have been injured uh <laughs> right. an intratech nine millimeter is that what brother lynch was trying to say on that fucking song <laughs> like i want to go back and listen to that brother lynch record again um it's the skit before rest and piss on his season of the sickness album and i think he was saying that but he has like 8 million teeth that are all arguing with each other and a California accent so it came out all fucked up. Like you mind it like this particular black California accent are the kind of people that say jewelry instead of jewelry yeah. and instead of reputable they say reptable. So I'm wondering if Lynch was trying to say that. Uh 9 mm it's a Luger. Um that's a pretty popular weapon. A lower AR receiver a Keltec Sub 2000, a 22 caliber rifle marked Archangel, and a Russian. Oh, this is a Bernie bro the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a Russian Mosin Nagant M91 30 bolt action rifle. All right. Dear white people, stop making guns. Mm. Like. They pretty much all do the same thing, to my understanding. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. 
So all that heat, like how many fucking dollars was that shit? Thousands. Jesus. And later in the day, authorities uh, said that Treesman showed up at the bank in another car and asked about the van. God damn. The superior race has spoken. Is he one of those people who would go to the police when somebody steals your drugs and be like, this guy took my weed? Yep. (laughs) 150,000%. Um... And the other thing, he was drawing swastikers, and he's 19, so he had to be doing this shit in high school. Oh, fuck yeah. And it's like, and it's like, I remember seeing kids do that, like white kids in Spanaway and even Tacoma doing shit like that, and it would get ignored. Yeah. But then I remember fucking, I got put in counseling because for creative story time, I'd write a story and someone would die in it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he needs to go to the counselor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nah, I'm just fucking... Excuse me, but this is creative writing. I'm creating. I don't know if you noticed, but people die in this world. I watch <laughs> movies. Characters die. That's a part of storytelling. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then, but also there's the secret you can't tell people. My mother's dying of AIDS. I'm familiar with death at this age. I'm going to put it in my creative writing story. Mm-hmm. Don't give me the assignment if you don't want it. But this nigga, just overlook them. Yep. All of them. Again, like I can't stress enough. Like, the first time that I met, like, a very out and loud about it anti-Semite, I was 14 years old, and I was in the senior English class because of my test scores, um, you know, the previous year, and, um, and the teacher takes role, and apparently one of the kids had one of them names. Yeah. And the fucker next to me, like, he must have been more anti-Semitic than racist. And remember, this is the senior class, so this kid's maybe 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. And they're just and he just leaned over to me like the loud whisper. There's a Jew in our class. A fucking Jew right there, dude. Right there, bro, a Jew. He's a Jew. Like, he was so pissed. And I'm 14. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I live on Hilltop. I'm getting chased by cops. I don't know. I'm busy. I don't have time <laughs> to be worried about this, you weirdo. But it never left my head because someone that pissed off and older and bigger than you was kind of terrifying and creates a memory. And so as you learn more about anti-Semitism and that shit, you're like, oh, fuck. And something I was just thinking about a couple days ago was like, like, I'm pretty sure I know what racist parents are telling their kids at the dinner table, right? Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King is why... uh, a white guy got passed over for a job at my place because Martin Luther King made sure an underqualified black guy got the job and he ain't no good at it even though we didn't train him (laughs) but like I know but like what the fuck are anti-semitic parents saying at the table you probably know (laughs) the same the same shit literally just the same um, shit yeah it's a lot of the um there's a lot of like, resi- well, I mean, at least the anti-Semitism I got to watch coming up uh, was like a very like anger because it's like they look like they're white, but they're too like clicky. Oh, Jesus. It was like the thing was like, oh, they have their own little things that they do away from us. Like, like they're not like sharing enough into white society. And there was like a lot of like resentment about that. Oh, they want socialism. No, they just want Jewish money. Go to work and earn it, you lazy white man. <laughs> Why don't you get up off your ass and stop trying to get yeah, a Jewish it was, it was welfare shit like, check? It was shit like that. It was shit like, um, 
um, talking about like a lot of the like like witch Jewish myths, right? So like the sort of like witchy pro is like a Jewish sort of like prototype where it's like you know the shit you say to scare your kids, like the like. Okay, when I was a kid, I, my parents would, well, my foster family would routinely tell me that, like, Jews and gypsies were gonna, like, kidnap me if I was, like, misbehaving, because, like, ah. they steal children. You got a double like, slurry. <laughs> you, you really do. You got a double slurry. You do. And so, like, a lot of shit like that. So, like, yeah, like, they steal children. Um, they don't, like, a lot of the, they don't put money back in the community. They think they're better than us. Because they won't like, but it's like, but because they're going to their fucking synagogue on Saturday and you're going to church on Sunday and y'all just don't cross up like that because you're doing different religious things. But because they're, you know, the whole Christian aspect, it's such like a dominating aspect of the entire life thing that like, oh, you won't come to my Christmas, uh, my Christmas potluck. Well, you're not better than me. And it's like, well, they're Jewish. They aren't going to come to your Christmas potluck and eat a fucking ham. Like, what are you doing? And it's also like, what do you actually really, <laughs> like, internally, what do you really think about yourself if you're always worried that someone thinks they're better than you? Well, I mean, I think that insecurity ties into white supremacy. That's why they're so like, oh, I have to kill everything to prove I'm better than it. And again, it's like, on some level, it's like, I think we should just start letting them appropriate then. Like, let, let, let them appropriate. Put your hair in the fucking whatever you think is dreadlocks, dude. <laughs> gun, gun it in. You know, fucking get some, get a Carl Kanai short set. Sag them a little bit. That's learn funny. how to sea walk. Because, yeah. yeah, I do think about that where it's like, yo, if I came from a background yeah. that was associated with witch burning, doing the waltz and the polka and the river dance yeah, and fucking buckled shoes and wooden <laughs> shoes and fucking yodeling and torture devices... I would appropriate y'all niggas too. <laughs> y'all are kind of cool and we kind of suck. <laughs> like, if you just look, like, if our high art is the Mona fucking Lisa, yeah, I'm gonna appropriate y'all niggas. <laughs> oh, that was another thing they were mad about too was, like, Jewish art. So there's, like, a lot of Jewish musicians, but, like, they work too close with black people. That is suspicious. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, there's too many Jews in the music industry type thing. Yeah. Too many yeah. Jews. And actually, music. one of uh, my foster parents was actually, and you know, keep how old they are, right? They're fucking boomers. They were born in the 40s. Uh, one of them was not allowed to listen to, like, that big band swing music because there were too many Jews. <laughs> and they would make music with black people. It was a problem. And there's too many Jews in Hollywood, too. Is that why in, like, so many... Because I remember, like, how mad white people were at the rapper Eminem, like, in his first two years in the game. Yeah. And is is it because his manager was Paul Rosenberg? Maybe. Was that your problem? Maybe. It's like, so he's got this Negro Dre on one side and this Jew Rosenberg on the other. What's the deal, Eminem? Are you not... Do you not love your community? I mean, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Do you think you're better than us, Mr. Because, Slim? Yeah, well, but then there's always, like, with the anti-Semitism, there's always that, like, um, like sort of, like, Trojan horse shit they think is going on. Where, like, the Jews are just, like, foisting stuff on us, right? Because, like, oh, the Jews were in Hollywood. So, you know, when Hollywood is putting out, like, movies that show gay couples, like, it, the Jews are behind the gay agenda and shit. And, like, the fucking Jews are behind, they're, like, all the managers of all these Negroes, the Jews are behind gangster music that's influencing our kids. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, like, that Trojan horse shit, like, oh, the Jews are behind it. Or maybe, you know, like, 
a little over a hundred years ago, you fucking relegated them to certain jobs and culturally <laughs> and um, intergenerationally, intergenerationally, they got good at those jobs. Well, as uh, someone who is Jewish on Twitter, who I follow Max always says, Jews are also overrepresented in the kosher wine industry and nobody gives a fuck about that. Oh, you got your Manischewitz <laughs> and what you think is Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Purple drink. All right, folks. Um, it's 2.17 p.m. I needs yes. to be um, boot scooting onto this uh, damn machine so I can make sure that folks get more um, protein bars and whatnot. Yes. So uh, we ended up, I, I guess I'll call this episode um, Climate Change and Anti-Semitism. Let's yep. do it winecellarmedia.com um, there's patreon.com slash fund. thanks to all the folks that are signed up for that um, that transaction is about to go through in a couple of days on the first of every month the patreon goes through and um, hell yes <laughs> and uh, yes. and also damn we damn sure uh, take the tips at the uh, paypal.me slash phoenix and william and there's the Venmo. We added that. It's at Wine Cellar Media. I think it's like a Facebook. It's like PayPal in conjunction with Facebook. It's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and Phoenix Kaliter set up one of those cash app deals. Yes. And it's a dollar sign Phoenix Kaliter. Yes. And with the way folks are holding it down, especially since um, heads like Dr. Mo and whatnot jumped in in 2016 and 17, mm-hmm. um, it is looking like we're on a trajectory to where like, Next winter, I may actually be able to like confidently put in a two week notice and leave a job without already having another job signed up. And I plan on just jumping into the wine cellar and seeing what I can make of it without another job. And uh, yeah, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm going to gun it in. All right, that that coming winter. So about a year from now, so don't hold your fucking breath. Well, actually, no, hold your breath. California's on fire. Ooh. You don't want to inhale that shit. All right, be safe, feather muggers. Bye. <laughs> you know the funny thing. Huh? What the, what's the funny thing? Oh, she's Jewish, too. Who? Dr. Mo. Oh, yes, Dr. Mo. I met my foster mother. Yeah. Like, which talking is- about this man shit about Jewish people. Like, you're Jewish. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Which is like a, a June? Are you Jewish coon? Is I don't, I don't, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's that's it's fucking weird. It, it it reminds me of like like when a an assumed cis woman at work just walks up to me and starts talking shit about another assumed cis woman. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? Don't go to a man and talk shit. I think I've done this rant already on the program. Yeah. I can hear my I I hear familiar thoughts popping up. Yeah, don't. Don't go to a man and talk shit about another woman. self-hatred is fucking real. It is wild. Yeah, I don't... Don't does that. Don't does that. Not nevers. Nevers? All right, damn, it's 2.20. Yeah, it's time to fucking move. Peace. Uh,